How bad is it? (laughs) Oh, I'm loving it. We have great (laughs) jokes and great chemistry right off the bat. The audio is eh. First episode's really bad, but it picks up episode two, three. But it's still kind of meh. But that's okay. I enjoy it. Are you the guy on SoundCloud that says Aiden likes number two track? Was that you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like showing this to Cheryl going, look, we got a like. Haven't got one of those in a while. And it's one of my own guys. Uh, (laughs) 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 Ah, crap. We're not allowed to like it, Jeff? No, it just, it just, you know, it's kind of a false. I yeah. Nope, too late. I'm going back. I'm unliking it. <laughs> Man, Thank these you. books are just not loading, but I think I got everything I really need. Yeah, yeah. would you mind, Aiden, for me? You know, thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Always for you. Anything for you. Albrecht Stone Sugar. So, Matt, what were you talking about uh, before we hit record here? I said, oh, no, save it for the actual podcast. Oh, um maybe we should try capturing some of these cultists when we come across them and like getting the information out of them go on i mean it's step in stone or maybe they can you know maybe they got a map maybe they can tell Um, us where the strongholds are so i guess we should look up the rules for like um stuff out grappling where you don't throw the poor gripply across the field (laughs) well they always or or different scenario healing somebody back from from zero hit points maybe maybe uh, we should you know, show some restraint. Like they talk about, there's a, a thing about, oh, monsters hit zero, they're dead, right? But I, I've been having these guys, like, you know, dying out, dying one, two, three, stabilize. So there might be guys that you've left behind, one or two, that have pulled themselves together and schlepped, you know, back to the base and told people Incurring about you. Villains. Oh, well, we get a reputation? Or, or maybe because they're wounded, they're only halfway there and something swoops and takes them and you'll find some mangled guy going, wait a minute, didn't we already kill him? What's he doing? Right after that last combat, you yeah. lose rest. Yeah. yeah. Or <laughs> maybe you guys will re-encounter these guys as they, you know, doggedly schlep their way back. <laughs> no, right. You kicked my ass last time, but I brought my cousin. <laughs> Do you remember me? Uh, no, I don't. Who are you? No, it's more, no, it's you more like ruined stealth. my life. <laughs> I dedicated every waking hour to destroying you. <laughs> yeah, no, not not ringing a bell. <laughs> Could you talk, mate? Could you do anything? All right, then we just Sir, kill you. Look me now. Missy's got me going. You look me right <laughs> in the eyes, you fucking dwarf. <laughs> I told you my name. You were like, <laughs> you, you um, sang a song at me. You know, mocking my people. You know. <laughs> He shows the Fura blows like a knuckle imprint on his chest. Yeah. I know yeah, people, the cultists? Yeah, like, like I just, <laughs> I see <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I see you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Pathfinder 2nd Edition, Age of Ashes Adventure Path. The first one released for the series. Rumor has it, it's damn good. I'm enjoying how um, the world tour continues. Uh, as Matt would say, the, um, what did you say? You were... Setting up contacts for dis- future distribution. Yes. Yes. I mean, you got to build your network, right? Now, speaking of distribution, you guys it's came across... It's not working. It makes the world go round. <laughs> you, uh, you came across some Gripplies that were enthralled by one of these posts. Now, oh, yeah, yeah. this uh, totem, shall we say, totem post, highly magical, uh, pretty advanced stuff. As far as the magic Step is concerned... in clutch for that one. Yeah, expert... tactic. Af- <laughs> expert <laughs> athletics, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, hey, it, it lists um, it lists ways to take this thing out and an athletics check. DC 26 expert. 
Picked up a few things on the old football field yeah. in the Dwarven High. And it's not just that skill. There are other skills you guys could use on this thing to take it out, including Dispel Magic, which we've been doing wrong, of course, because you don't roll Arcana the skill. There's actually a way of calculating Matt's um, attack roll. I forget what they call it. Based on your spell attack, blah, blah, blah. I wouldn't be surprised if the bonus is the same as your Arcana roll, dude. But I listened back to that tactical thing, and they're like, they were so focused on the DC, the guy's like, so take Bob the Wizard, and it's his intelligence bonus, Plus his proficiency bonus. And there you go. And I'm like, that's not rolling the skill. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so just out of curiosity, Matt. Is there a spell attack button? I don't know. But what is your, like, base proficiency, Joe, is like plus three, right? Isn't that like the blood drop? So, I'm sorry, what? A base proficiency bonus is like plus three. And then expert, like training is three. Expert is like five, right? That goes up, up, right? So assuming you're trained in spells, plus your charisma bonus, what would that be? Like seven for you? For Matt. Um, for Matt, yeah, like this is the. Well, the I, I'm an, I think his, I'm an expert. Am I not at this point? Like, if you if you in, re, if you read the spell, dispel magic. The way you calculate your side of it is not based on like Arcana check or whatever check. Right. There's some there's some math on your side which we keep failing to do. Um. So it's fine. We got there's time. No button for that. I'm just saying. We'll we'll look into <laughs> it and we promise we will try to do it. You know correctly. Um. Because I I don't mind us being loose with the rules. We're learning them. But ah, found it. Oh, okay, let's go. Let's go. My spell roll is actually higher than my arcana. Oh. It is plus 12. Oh. And so you were like eight with arcana? I think 10. Let me just double check that. Okay. See, yeah, see, see, you're digging the Oh, rules. no, no, it's 12. It's 12 because of my stat bonus. So they're the same. You're right. They're okay. exactly the same. Okay. Is there, did you find a button? Um, yeah, I think so. Maybe. So w what is the actual nope. formula? <laughs> no button. Roll 12. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty of that, yeah. My spell rolls plus twelve. My spell DC is twenty-two. But for listeners at home, can you break down the formula? What is it based on? D DC of is it like a base ten plus your level plus your what? Plus um, so your ability modifier plus your proficiency plus. So when you say your proficiency, is there a way to be become even more proficient in spells? Yeah. Yes. Expert, master, legendary. Yeah. So I'm not expert yet. I'm trained. So when do you, when become, do you become expert? I must be yeah. coming up soon. Must huh. be coming up soon. Because okay. I'm an expert in Arcana, but my I'm only trained in spellcasting. Whatever. Yeah, that it's not something you can select though. It must kind of automatically turn over when you level, like six, uh, no, twelve. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I believe so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I figured it would have happened by now, but maybe it's eight. I'll have to look into that. Well, it's in your class features. Yeah, it'll be on a class sheet. Okay. On the but breakdown. So, something we haven't really got uh, into is examining magic because uh, I, I like it. As it happens, like I don't, I'm not even aware. Like I can, I have access to Matt Sheet, but I don't look at it. I want the spells he pulls out to be a surprise for everyone, you know, and so that also I can't be blamed that you know somebody automatically. Um, so a quick reminder: phones off, computer silent, because that's the second time. Oh, I forgot. Thank you, sir. A Thank giant, you. A giant kaboom. <laughs> the last time, the last time you cast a spell, magic, we're like, how many minutes are left? And then you hear this. Boop, boop, and we, we said nine. It was like, oh, it's counting down. Like, the computer's making noises. It was funny. <laughs> so, so getting getting back to the Gripply party. You guys are partying with the Gripplies, are you not? You, bust, you ordered a keg brought out. Mural's magically yep. pulls one out of nowhere. Tap around for the drink. boys. Yeah. We start getting drunk. And then Steppin, not Stefan. Guys, it's very important. Steppin. Only Matt Spiegel and I remember how to pronounce his name properly. You guys keep pronouncing your cousin's name. It's Stepan Oak, not Stefan. I don't think I've ever screwed that one up. Oh, I'm sure somebody has, but we won't get into it. So anyway. I blame the spirits. 
Stepan approaches one of the Gripply for some leafy substance. Oh. Remember? I need to pack my pipe. Yeah, yeah. They packed it. Remember he came up and he's like, remember the line, uh, Matt? Yeah, I think I was like, you got any uh, green? Yeah, and he's like, only the best, my man. Right? <laughs> Pulls out the, hey, guys, hey, assholes, put that log down. You know, they've got customers, right? So they break out some primo, primo pipe weed. Yeah, that's what we'll call it. Pineapple Express grade. Okay. Yeah, we grew this in the jungle, man. <laughs> They've laced it with their mushrooms. It's good stuff. <laughs> so good. Like, you're impressed, Stepan. You want to share this? And get the, like, they offer around. Who would like to light their pipe? Yeah, I, I lit it. And, I know. I, I, did just, I, I passed just, it. And uh, Puffed in a pass. You guys are passing the brew. Are you passing the pipe? Can I examine the leafy substance? Well, it's well Brack, talking, I know you get down and dirty, you little gobby. <laughs> well, it's... Well, 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 it's will absolutely... <laughs> While it's uh, on fire and the and the such, like you want to, okay, so you pass the pipe and say, "Yeah, hey, let me let me look at the source, right?" So anyway, they they give you a. No, sample. I want to see the bag. I don't. I'll, I'll hit yeah, the yeah, pipe. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, well, what are you doing? Are you hitting the pipe or are you hitting the bag? One might. I'll uh, hit the bag first. Okay, so some alchemy from you, uh, Miros. Hey, are you smoking while you're drinking? Why, of course. Okay. Hey, Miros. Miros, you Miros, can't Miros. call yourself a dwarf if you don't hit this. Come on. It'd be it'd be rude to refuse. Okay. Uh, Aiden, Lobrak. Yes. Goblin you... does. Okay. And our human, Niles. Yeah. 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 By all means, yep. Everyone's drinking, and everyone is uh, not insulting our. Well, in the festivities. Well, I don't know who the host is. Okay. Good, good to know. So, uh, I'd like fortitude save immediately, please. I've been oh. I've been thinking about how this game runs as far as tiers go, the critical success, the success. The fail and the critical fail. Let's start with first guy in the pipe, Stepin. What did you get? I got a twenty or eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, that is a fail. Good. Good. <laughs> uh, 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 hang on, hang on. It's not what you think. Not what you think. Niles. Uh, twenty-one. That is a success. Miros. Eighteen. Fail. Lowbrack. Twenty-two crit success and look at the bag some alchemy which as far as I know under this comes either under occult or uh, arcana I gotta say nature actually because it actually isn't like they're not chemically distilling it or doing anything there is a process but it's can we more... meet in the middle and go, go medicine <laughs> yes yeah yes yeah yeah, yeah something yeah. I actually have training in no, no, that's, that's right. you know, yeah. Oof, oof, oof. <laughs> Great start to the dice today. Rolling a one for a total of 10, or for a total of 11. Okay, this stuff looks mild. This isn't even good as your pipe weed at home. It's like, it's mellow. Like, you know, the guys are all nodding. Like, it's smooth, guys. This stuff is smooth. You know, there is some, a bit of a, a mush, but it is pretty flammable in the leaf. But it, it gives a robust, mellow, smooth, you know, it's all right. Now. Back to our fails and saves. Let's start with our fails. A crit fail would have made you violently ill. <laughs> like looking up one of my diseases, like like hit point damage and vomiting for days and really, really nasty as your body does not properly process the poison mushrooms they added to their weed. A regular fail causes you to be sick. So like giving shall we say, um, 
a body that's just not used to a brand new foreign substance, the initial reaction is usually negative. However, this goes down easy, but hurts you later. So instead of like coughing, going, oh my God, this is sickening and putting it down. It's like, um, shall we say, drinking a really smooth drink like daiquiris and, you know, where the, where the alcohol is layered and tastes sweet and fruity. And then they're like, no, no, you only want to like have two of those. You do not want to drink the entire glass football of this stuff, man. It'll knock you on your ass. And they're like, no, let's give me another zombie. Right. That kind of shit. <laughs> um, then we have Niles, which is a success. And then we have Lobrak, a crick success. Anyway, Matt. Seems mild. You hit the pipe? Yeah, why not? Let's do All it. Right. <laughs> Big suspenseful pause. <laughs> so what do you want, fortitude? Yeah. 18. That 18 is, club! That is a fail. <laughs> no, no, not, 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 right, not right away. Not right away. But let's go with Niles. Sure. To start. Niles... Um, what is the best time your character can recall? The best time? Yeah, like the best party. <laughs> Be any time at the Cadence Keg. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, okay, so how, how how about discovering your religion? How old was Niles? Uh, like fourteen. <laughs> okay, high enough to reach the bar, high enough to start drinking, right? Yeah. All right, this stuff not only goes down smooth. Your body mixes it with the alcohol for, shall we say, a brand new effect. And Mikey Likey. Okay? Your perception of the physical world around you begins to alter. The Gripplies' faces melt and become friends from the tavern. The Greenspeaker becomes the bartenders and head, head priestess. And they sit around on logs, which become tables. And... <laughs> your reality becomes a mix of the present and your mind fills in the past and you have a really really good time <laughs> I would like you to tell the party three things about Niles because while these guys are being ill they're not critically ill so they're not like down and out horrible flu throwing up like mad they just really don't feel well it's not processing right you guys feel drunk and then it's like a bad buzz really bad buzz but it won't make you vomit and lose hit points or whatever it's just you guys feel ill maybe there's one big vomiting purge but you guys are aware of your the surroundings the tip of my beard is itchy yeah. why is the tip of my beard itchy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and his beard turns into a finger and starts trying to scratch him in the face and stuff and he's fighting it um what about you, uh, Al? Since Ryan opened up this can of worms. <laughs> nah, just sick. Okay, oh, just, just throw it up. Doubling over. There's nothing more charismatic than a, the sorcerer losing his lunch. That's fine. Turn Just turns green. I greened out. Oh, God. You know, blood rushes from the face. Yeah, Steppen. Yeah. What, what's a bad trip for Steppen? I'm, uh, seeing... Like, uh, attack boars. Like, animals that I've hunted are now coming out to hunt me. Okay, so he, get, he gets paranoid. He goes into the paranoid thing, right? Anyway. Yeah. Um, he, he It's not that he can't tell friend from flow. Fro. He doesn't start looking at you guys like you're boars or whatever, right? But these guys, including Rustling the grip. in the bushes. Exactly. And the, everyone here becomes a dwarven <laughs> hunting party in the mountain. And, and he just starts jumping at little noises and 
and sweating, so cold? <laughs> sweating profusely and saying how cold it is the jungle and looking up at the trees and birds. He's just freaking out. Totally freaking out. Back to Niles. Niles begins to express himself. Song? Dance? A story? Yeah, my best friend. Interpretive dance. But I would like you to tell the party three things that they didn't know about Niles that he blurts out or can do. You know, throwing popcorn up in the air and catching it on his nose. Anything. Three things. Niles, three things. Three things that we didn't know about Niles. Go. Okay. Uh... Well, to start off the story, start off tragic. Oh, <laughs> and no. then we're going up. Okay, <laughs> That's okay. the way it always works. Sorry. Yeah, so, uh, childhood. Parents, deceased, went out to search for some herbs. Mother was a natural healer. Father was a farmer. Thus, that's the way I grew up. They left to go search for some herbs and never came back. Oh, were they ambushed, attacked? Do you actually have those answers? I'm just reading it. <laughs> He's gone into a freaking Google backstory, you bastard. I'm trying no, to get no, Gibson no, to no, roleplay, but this, this is, is this is my own like... backstory from oh, oh, when I created wrong. him. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you found some backstory generator. Like, let me read on. It's like, oh, you <laughs> no, let me read. <laughs> sorry. I mean, how lazy are players these days? <laughs> no, and, you know, and, you know, and I, I don't have a pro like. Not everyone's a superstar in the mic, and I have no problem with him third personing this. But you guys got a picture of Niles rolling around talking about Mama went out for herbs, never came back. Daddy was a farmer. Like he's you know he's spewing all this good stuff. Yeah, as the hours stick by. Okay, keep going. As the hours stick by. Yeah. yeah. So then you know not being able to find mommy and daddy, end up going to town, falling into Caden's keg, and that's where it became. Excuse me, adopted. Kinda ish. Okay. As a barkeep, you know, waiter. Wait, dish wait, fan. you fell right in the. Yep. Egg. Yeah, yeah. Fell right in the keg. <laughs> so an, found, so found my true soul. calling. So he's a human from the from the country of Iskar, and he went to Breach Hill, and outside of Breach Hill are farms and closest town, right? Legendary yeah. town of people going on about the founding wizard father, or whatever. Stumbles into one of three possible inns, and he gets adopted. Sort of a chance, and yet sort of fate. Because if that hadn't happened, if your parents ever died, you'd be a freaking farmer or a medicine man, never met these guys and saved their lives. Yep. Yeah, I would have been a hermit. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> very interesting thing about one's past is it can shape not only your present, but it can shape those around you and their future. And I want you guys to keep this in mind. And now, Lobrak. Oh, Lobrak. You ever, you ever hear of, like, having a little hit in the peyote? You know, a little spirit journey. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Uh, yeah. Lobrak goes back in time to his original tribe. Do you have a name for your tribe? I your do clan? not. You do not have a clan? Okay. They've been wiped out at this point. Okay, so um, he hadn't thought about his clan, called the Naysayers, for quite some time. And he is thrust back, looking into the flames with the Gripley and his new Dwarven companions, to a ritual, a ceremony, where certain acolytes were chosen to become shaman, to become the tribe's leader. And he was one of these possible acolytes. After many trials of ball tag, drinking, who sets the best fire, popularity contests, you name it, weeks and weeks of this 
condensed to three days because goblins don't live long and, you know, the shit has to get on with it. They're down to three contestants. And they have to, it's a bit of a talent show. They have to do something to bring a skill to show the tribe that this person can lead them into the future, make the tribe better. The first goblin, with a little perchance for magic, shows the tribe that magic can not only produce fire and spread fire, that it can shape fire. And he uses some pyrotechnics that's very controlled to burn certain things and miss other things, you know, that type of thing. And the, the little clan is very impressed. Contestant number two is a bit of a, a gabber. Charismatic, talks about their history, gets them riled up like you would at a prep rally, looses a bunch of rhetoric, reminds them where they are, who who's important, places himself in the spotlight, and starts charming them and beguiling them with goblin words, gestures, and things, and gets everyone pumped right up. At the top of his speech, a hand comes up and slits his throat, and there is a gasp as the goblin goes down sputtering and gurgling on its own blood to fall atop the shaman who is already dead. Last man standing, the killer, not even bothering to gloat, just slowly raises his blade over his head and chants the name of the tribe. This goblin is Lobrak. He led his people for a very long weekend before betrayed by another who was inspired <laughs> and narrowly escaped with his life and in the wilds become an adventurer. But now from the past is the present. He is hooked up with a rat folk druid and his ape and an elven ranger and her wolf. They not only accepted him and his hijinks, found his skill set valuable. Now, there were some morality issues, particularly with the Elven Ranger, but they traveled for a time until they came upon Breach Hill. And then the rest is history that you know how we met the party. We've already all covered that, which brings us up to the now. And now Lobrak peers into the spirit world, into what he is perceiving a possible future. You see a great structure, Lobrak, made of dragon bone, with the head of a dragon skull. Not only arranged, lying on its back with the ribcage popping up like walls, but scones, tribal, skins, shadowy creatures that you can't quite perceive, but the structure radiates magic, resonates fire. This whole thing speaks to, even though it's not on fire, the whole thing taught taps into your goblin fascination of fire and magic and the spreading of such. And suddenly, whoosh, the spirits pull you back from that location across a jungle and swooping down. You see this location reaching out as if you're riding tendrils, grasping totems. One, two, three, four... And as if two other fingers had been cut off, feeding its power, this cloak, this blanket of power that it draws from these totems and also feeds them power is a circuit not yet completely broken. And when Lobrak finally awakes, to you guys, four hours, to him, four days, he's in a coma, he believes 
that he may have a revelation as to what's going on in the jungle and the location of the totems and their home base. What would you guys do with Lobrak if he was out for like four days? Just put him on a just put him on a little travelway and shuffle him along. You know how um, the Ewoks brought the you know hand and the crew. To oh, the the, 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 on the the one pole on carried sticks. by two guys on their shoulders and their <laughs> oh, hands yeah. are, and ankles are bound over <laughs> yeah. top. That's, that's exactly how we would do it. That's cool because he's so small, you could just stand the stick up and lean him on a tree, and he stays right there. Just stick it into the ground. <laughs> he's like a little goblin flag. So, are the rest of us? <laughs> am I still paranoid in the jungle? No. Four hours later, the effects wear off for most of you, um, except for Lobrek. And you, like I said, these guys are ill. Four hours later, they feel better. You, you're not paranoid anymore, but you're edgy. You know what I mean? You're not jump like you know what I mean. It doesn't make you react like you're paranoid, but up in your head, you're still kind of thinking things completely, totally, overzealously, rationally, all the time, and you're hyper aware of everything. Miro's farting. Miro's beard rustling. Niles burping. Oh, that smell! You gotta brush your teeth, cousin. Albrecht's constant humming to himself as he's working out encampments and flicking his fingers in a snappy sort of cadence. Like, everything is yours for the suffering. Completely hyper-aware. Oh, the worst However, hangover ever. Yeah, that's right. It's the worst. However, if you guys had four days to kill before... And Nell Niles is obviously treating him, right? And has announced that um, with a bit of a hand wave that he's okay. His body's processing it. You know, he's not... He's not sick. He's not going to die. It's just it's going to take a while for his little goblin body to process this stuff, and we just he just needs you know like care, bed rest. Um, continuing on our map, trying to clear hexes, or would you guys go home to to you know get some advanced healing or whatever? But Lobrak is going to be tripping for like four days, so the next day we get up, cozy cabin, and he's there, eyes roll back in his head, glittering to himself, making soaring, <laughs> yeah, soaring, you know. And he's two things, you know, the little brack is off. First, he's wearing pants, and two, his eyes are closed when he's actually sleeping. So you guys know something is really, really off with low brack. I don't think he's right. I think he wasn't right to begin with, but he's less right now than he was before. So, with Aiden's a magnificent role-playing of leaving the game or the Zoom call for <laughs> for four days. <laughs> I believe that's Blarg, I'm dead. What, what's what's the plan? Continue to clear hexes, schlep them along, head back to the elves and deposit them? What would you do? I needed a bit of training there. I've been slacking and carrying something heavy. Well, I don't think Lobrick really counts as something heavy, but it's... He's doing the Luke Skywalker Yoda on the back thing. Except I have his legs, because it's safer that way. Yeah, he's like so. tied, he's tied at the ankles, and like Lobrack's just unconscious, flopping around as he's doing all the flips to the jungle. His, his, head, his, head's come, his head's hanging on the right side, and his legs are hanging on the left side, oh. and he's like horizontal on your back. Yeah, I know. He would have re, re, recovered a day or three ago if it wasn't for freaking Muros' training montage. Like, all the blood going to his head and shit. <laughs> What are you he's whacking his head off stuff what, as we go uh, through the jungle? Are we, uh, what, we head well, uh, Lobrak takes his, his beauty sleep. Do we want to head back or are we going to continue through the jungle? Well, lads, I think we should continue. We haven't really found anything for certain. And there's lots more of exploring to do. Okay. I'm as feisty as ever. We have no need of supplies. We have anything we need. Did you guys want to start with the closest hex right underneath your pillow here? Pillow right, here? It's, it's agreed. Yep. We'll continue on. I guess, uh, survival check. Please. Hmm? Hmm? Yeah. 
You guys have oh. been in the jungle for 26 days. Now it's 28 <laughs> as he does the first. Oh, episode. man. Yeah, no, it's, a, it's the only hex I can see. What's going on? I can't see him. Yeah, I got a... Oh, Mir Miros, your, uh, your, survival, oh. your survival is a little higher than oh, my yeah. What are you Techni Technically here? speaking, technically speaking, I am. But today, you know, I'm feeling a little queasy. My beard's tingling. I, it's not the tip of the beard anymore, I, but it's closer to my I don't, the lips. I don't trust anyone but myself anyways. Let's do it then. I, my lips just feel weird. You're not even going to give him eight another? <laughs> no. He bros is just doing the, like, fishy lips everywhere. Oh, oh you get distracted by the, by the tiniest things I love. Um, 24. All right. So we headed directly south from the pillar. Okay, here. Let me let me zoom in here. So they are pretty much center of the map at the top. You guys headed directly south from the pillar that's dead center at the top. See this? There's a there's actually a straight line going west, a pillar two X's away, and then two more X's is the village. Just so you guys know exactly where you are. Yeah. Okay, you went directly south, took two days, cleared that one. Do you want to keep going south? You guys want and to And the dwarves keep turn? marching one by one. Hurrah, hurrah. I love compass. this one! Give us a compass point. There is a hex to your south. Yeah, There's south. a hex to your south. Okay. South it is. And we bring sorrow and merriment wherever we go. But you know what? Ooh. You guys just walked one. into my face. Ah, oh, my trap card's been activated. Yeah. <laughs> Once again. Kaiba! <laughs> <laughs> All right. A lot is going to go on in a short amount of time. So things I, I, are going to happen. You might yeah. get pissed off. Just <laughs> no, deal with it. No, I'm just saying, like, I'm going to have to constantly stop tying because everyone's going to go, what? Oh, blah, blah, and start blurting. So I do this. I do this type of thing. So um, as we play, Eduardo. as we play, lots will happen. But in actual game time, I'm literally going to, like, from the, the moment you step into this square, consider you guys self, like, in rounds because it's just easier to deal with. So. In exploration, explana explanation mode, eh. exploration <laughs> mode, okay, you guys are doing what action? You remember the actions? Like, they're searching, there's stealth, mm. there's, you know, what are you guys doing? Since we're, we're hauling lowbreck anyways, we'll do mm. some searching, I think, Euros and was spend the time. Uh, diplomacy, trying to persuade me that he's uh, doing survival checks. <laughs> no! It's, I'm too busy because my lips, they just feel really weird. It, it started at my beard and now it's at my lips. It's almost gone. I think a few, maybe half a day by lunch. I'll be fine. I can help then, but not not, not before. Yeah, it's sad to say I couldn't find any lunch today. The, the idea of lunch actually makes you a little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> liquid lunch. Yeah. Okay, we'll talk about that time before, you know, the thing at the... Yeah, yeah. Sun high high, high noon. High noon! Um, Miro, Miros, do you have medicine? Uh, no, I don't. Okay. Hey, uh, but if you want to know what fungus you can eat, I'm your guy. Exactly. So, um, actually, this would probably actually go off of survival, not nature. Or I'm sure there's something you could find to chew on that might, like, uh, ginger. You ever get a sick tummy and someone gives you, like, a ginger ale? Because yeah. ginger is something well, that actually helps. Sur survival or nature, I'm equally, I'm yeah, better at one than the other, but I think still be quite proficient. I, I, would, I would put this under survival because it's, you know, you're counteracting stuff. So can I have a survival check from you? Yes. Hey, that's a 23. Steppen, he goes into survival mode. You think he's going to help you track, and the fucker goes off and finds some ginger root, whatever, just make his tummy feel better. Doubling <laughs> your liver. I found it! <laughs> see this mushroom right here? Well, I you see you're putting your skills to good uses there, cousin. Oh, right. if your tummy's upset, how are you going to do anything? 
Miras, where, where would we be without your beautiful soul? Ah, oh. ten steps behind where we are now. Is that what it's he's good got? To be like, back he's, with he's my got cousins. A, I love it. He's got a tattoo underneath his chest hair that no one says says beautiful soul. <laughs> um, so everyone gives me perception except for you two that are surviving. So twenty three for Muros, and Steppen had what was your last uh, survival? Eleven. Yeah, eleven. One plus okay. ten. And can I have you guys drop me perceptions into the magic box? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> it becomes relevant because you know it's gonna be. Yeah, I'm gonna leave your skeleton guard on the board because I have a feeling you might just resummon him. <laughs> That's the way it's going to be going from now on. So we got a low brack. All right. So I hit a pin. I literally have pins, like a red virtual pin, stuck in the map. <laughs> when you guys get to a, an encounter, I click on it, a pop up comes, and it it doesn't look like what's in the book, but it is its own everything from the book. The, the this, that, you know, you name it, hmm. including. All the data. All the data. Hopefully it's a different map than the last two. No, it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I turned them upside down. Ha ha! Thank you, Fantasy go. Grounds. There we go. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, and, and such a map. Such a map. Everything map. Okay. That looks pretty cool. That looks very, very cool. Unfortunately, mm, I see cool. solid walls and <laughs> I need to start covering shit up. Can't see anything. Nope. Yeah, Where'd it go? <laughs> <laughs> no other man behind the curtain. I, I'm no, it's okay. Nothing. Look out of here, Jeff. We got. We're good, <laughs> guys. Remember the chat group chat we got. Let's. <laughs> and it's so saying to say everyone's phones just all like vi- you hear that vibration sound and everyone's like. <laughs> that was no fear. I was enlarging it so you could see it. <laughs> Enhance. Oh, this just went crap. Oh, look. I, I always love it when I see the S on the map. Those ones are the exciting parts. <laughs> I was trying to, like, reveal the outside, and all I did was reveal the interior. <laughs> like, <laughs> the actual opposite effect of what I want. It's like, no. <laughs> Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. Uh, Ta-da. Uh, it's all good. We love you. That's fine. And we're all good about metagaming. Oh, no, right. and, and um, there is uh, a lot of openings. Sorry, studying the map a little further. Like I read about it, but I, it was such a simple map, I didn't bother with much with much going on. All right. Oh, are we about to claim our own base of operations in the Milwaukee Expanse? <laughs> oh, are we, fran- are we expanding our franchise already? We haven't even branded. I mean, it's always a good idea to start with the real estate. <laughs> it is. It's not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea. But we do. We need to walk, we'll talk about slogans and image. What we look- yeah, or branding. <laughs> what do we call our, our brewery? We never final. I don't think we did. We no. Golden did we something. Name it? <laughs> what? No one wrote Go- it down. <laughs> Golden something. Ryan, you started a trail trail off there for a second because Mike's a little far. Ooh. There you Steph- go. Stefan, what are we talking about? Calling attention. Stephen, to- I didn't say that. I- <laughs> What are you calling attention so, to? Some something I can possibly fix. But if you're like, "Hey, everybody, did you guys just hear that?" Now, something that's like the computer sounds and stuff. I like picking fun because it's also a way of saying you need to shut that off so it doesn't keep happening. Um, oh, Ryan, I think you're trailing off a bit there. I just kind of heard. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, gentlemen, sorry. that's fine. I'm just teasing. An overgrown ridgeline rises up from the jungle here. It is a cliff presenting a craggy stone face to the south, perched atop this 40 foot tall cliff. 
is a mostly overgrown stone temple. A trio of stone balconies extend from the, the temple's southern facade right over and out on the cliff's edge. While several triangular openings in the stone walls that may have once held windows are now filled with packed clay, the building's walls are adorned with badly damaged carvings that may have once been androgynous, I want to say. Androgynous? 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 Thank you. Must have once have been androgynous butterfly-winged figures swimming in the sea and through the sky. Yeah, that's a lot. And it's basically a bunch of anime characters because you can't tell if they're boy or girl. Right? <laughs> um, can I have religion from those expertly trained and anyone that got perception over 15, which I think was everybody? I don't know. I can't see what I got because I rolled it in your tower. Do you have religion? So how about you tell us? <laughs> Al, Niles, Lobrak. Niles is reloading. <laughs> Lobrak's still unconscious. I'm cheating. I'm using the, the Twitch stream to see what the map looks uh, like. No, <laughs> actually, because I said four days. It takes you guys two days to do a hex, and we could say that like at the end of the day, you know, we've come across this in the middle. So, yeah. Now you do I mean, wake I'm up. Okay you're being asleep. I'm just no, curious. no, no, no. You're you're woke. You you wake up. You're tied to a stick. <laughs> We're gonna start you off tied and bound. Tied to a stick. The compensation. The compensation. Go out the way okay. I take everything out. Being yep. eaten. <laughs> I want you to kill that cancellation that's causing you to be intermittent, especially when you turn your head off the mic. Oh, okay. Um, Spiegler's got me hyper aware of every little thing. Where were we? Sounds like somebody else has been dabbling in the mushrooms. <laughs> little, little off, little off, sorry. All right. Better. So, getting back to our Niles, we can look after you. We can have to look Here, after you. Here, uh, okay? plus 14, if somebody wants to roll for me while I'm loading. Well, I've, got, I've got a copy of your sheet because I have. Okay. I have. So, religion, starting with... Um, if it lists like what you see, you see the butterfly, blah, 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 right? And does it strike you as something arcane? Possibly something social? Society. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. There is some religious significance to Desna, and but it's not the classic. Something different here, Niles. Society from the rest of you. All is game because you like everyone sees the structure and its style. Eleven, except you, Lobrak. <laughs> Twenty-one. I got twenty-four. Lobrak, I got four. Lobrak, who has been recently introduced to society, and Miros, who never studied anything outside of the barrel. <laughs> outside the temple, no. Yeah. Oh, or the stone mason. Before you guys get the like the brewery up and going and he's like a merchant uh like a businessman genius but he doesn't know anything about like <laughs> no, right. don't understand it don't know um so where were we society society the way they, they label it's interesting of course i'm scrolling like mad uh 24 anyone no uh stefan i got close with a 21 would you like to spend a hero point to re-roll anybody I need more than a hero point. <laughs> a hero point gets you a reroll. But then you don't get to use these awesome cards. Now, we are... That's okay. Months are going by, a month or so, 
and we are still using gold pieces from patrons to keep these cards um, on the table. And uh, I'm even going to go so far as to remind you guys that free of use. Press on. Play at the start of your turn. Until the end of your turn, you ignore penalties and checks from DCs and conditions. Called foe. Before you make a strike, designate a foe you can see. You gain a plus two to attack roll made against that foe, but you take a negative four penalty to attack rolls made against any other creatures. This, in, this lasts until the end of your next turn or if you critically hit that foe. Drain power. Play when you activate a magical item or cast a spell, Matt or Niles. Heighten the spell by one level. This can't heighten the item spell above half your level rounded up. If the item wasn't consumed on use, you can't use that item again for the four hours. And the hero point cards continue to pile up until you bugger start using them. However, I have two points on the board. As soon as somebody uses any card, that's a point spent from the patrons. And as soon as anybody uses another card, but I'm looking at, I'm literally looking at seven cards, guys. Plus all the other ones we talked about before, all the athletic stuff and, you know. So with the ensuing combat, don't be afraid to, you know, get. Oh, I'm totally busting out that Hayden card for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, the temple, Oakenheart, there is a people that live where are here. And they believe in like a mini pantheon of Gosrith and Desna and worship the two in conjunction to each other. However, it is widely assumed that the two people have sort of amalgamated these two gods into one faith, one god, and they've made themselves, you know, the Batman, Superman, crossover universe kind of stuff. And that is a misconception. One love, oh, one love. <laughs> in your travels, uh, you had met these people, let's say, and they had set you straight. The temple's structure, the way it's designed, is strikingly remnant of something from their country and countrymen that you've seen before. And the butterflies mark Desna as Niles is muttering. Is this on? Yeah, I was just going to say, so it's who in Desna that are amalgamated into one, you are saying? Gazrath. Gazrath? Yeah. And it, it's depicting them like coming into one? No, people think that these people, people worship them like they're one god, but it's actually just a mini pantheon. Like, you know I have the Viking pantheon? There's Odin and Thor and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? Um, a pantheon is a collection of gods, right? These people worship a pantheon, a mini pantheon that only consists of two gods and their contrast and re relation to each other. And that's it. However, the way they go on about it, outsiders think that they've amalgamated these two gods into like a new god of its own, and that's wrong. This is a belief that is widely held around the world, including scholars in Teldor. This seems, this seems, it seems this temple goes against most of the beliefs of uh, so-and-so, whatever their names are again. And it shows, instead of one, it's uh, two depicted separately. This must be an old, old place. The magics may be strong here. So, putting you guys on the edge of the map. Whee! Stefan up front as our tracker. We got Lobrak in the back tied to a post. We got <laughs> Lobrak in the back with a whack about to sack. We got Niles <laughs> coming up to the forefront thinking about, uh, you know, the the flappy butterflies. Is that everybody? Of, of the cleric that I replaced for this party? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. So have, coming upon the scene instantaneously, 
you know, this is what you see. I read the box text and your brains, you know, shall we say, I know it's kind of mean to force or recall, but I'll even say before anything happens, previous to round one, you guys get that recall for free. I have um, lore architecture recall I want to use. 14 plus 8 got 22. Yeah, there's evidence in this structure that it is built... It, the, the architecture is built just like those countrymen. Like, maybe they, they had a temple here, or they had pilgrims here way in the past, or, you know what I'm saying? Like, it may not be built by them specifically, but it's definitely built by a people that share their faith specifically. Like, um, the churches on Earth, certain churches have flying buttresses. You know, those arced, you know, not only is it to hold up a very serious wall, they are synonymous with cathedral construction, right? Yeah, and then there there's are... temples with, like, the rounded globey top. Yeah, like, like tulips and mosques yeah. and mausoleums. Exactly, yeah. right? So the fact that there is a, a triad of wings over the cliff, one wing representing each god and then coming together and the center being the, the place of, you know, where you worship two for one deal. The fact that the whole temple inside is probably split. It's like mirrored. You go left and the the architecture will mirror itself on the right. The antechambers will be the same left and right, blah, 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 right down to the wings. Except the back of the temple, which reflects the front. And as you step inside, you will probably find for the proof of this. However, as you guys are um, mammering away, <laughs> A voice rings out from inside the temple. The door is open just a crack, and you hear, Rise! I will not stand for this! Taldor will not stand for this! No one shall discover this travesty of truth! I will put this right immediately. Julie, do the thing! And no one answers. A very familiar voice. Do you guys remember Jahard Pentergrass? The dude with the mustache? Yep. Golden boy. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, maybe we can destroy that friggin' pillar that we left intact. <laughs> oh, yeah, the one that he took. He's still going. <laughs> yeah. I get a beard. Yes. As if, <laughs> as, as if the winds of fate are stirring to his proclamation, like they agree or they're hoping to gain your attention to disagree, the wind picks up, the door opens, and you guys see... Do you see what I got here inside the temple? You guys see Pentagrasp standing over what looks like a... Someone's taken a bucket of ash or black grainy sand substance and made a line, a trail of it, on the stone floor. And then that line splits into three and goes to three massive kegs. <laughs> as in not like elk oh, kegs, right? As in, <laughs> yeah. as in he has a tinderbox in hand. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Initiative is starting, and it starts oh. with him beating you guys at 34. Now, Fantasy Girls rolls. I tell them to. I tell them all to roll separately. Buddy has a plus 19 initiative, and today he got freaking lucky. So, you get your proclamation. I won't stand for this, but maybe you gotta love initiative. You guys can do all kinds of shit before he like does something. He's like blah blah blah. The the doors blow open. He looks over his shoulder, sees you guys, and goes, "I won't." strikes the match and drops it on the line of 
gunpowder, smoke powder that in every Acme Disney, uh, Acme Hanna Barbera um, Warner Brothers cartoon ignites and starts burning like a fuse made of sand directly towards the three powder kegs. And with that dropped, he turns and pulls out his gun, points it at you guys, and as a last action, like, readies it. Stay back! You can't stop this! It is fate that I found it! First on the board, we have Miros, because the skeleton guards have not been saved. Miros! Let's go to our battle board. Eh? Yeah. Odds, leave me a clear shot on that powder line. I'll see what I can do about it. Someone get me out of this. <laughs> Miros. Uh, just want to... Elbrick, you're on deck. Miros, what do you do? It's action time. Don't think. Just do. Well, I did give well, you guys a lot, a lot of time to, like, you know, take the scene in. So. Well, I thought I was going last there because I had a four for my society check. Uh, so that doesn't mean you don't know anything about the temple and its relation to the gods. Well, I thought, I thought my, that would be my initiative. Ah. Uh... That's true, because you guys started rolling society checks. Mm, yeah, that, that would be last action. That would hey, fair, fair is fair. That, that is fair. No, I'll take responsibility, a prick. So he drops himself to the bottom of the line. Okay, let's take a moment. Albrick got 21, changing him from 22. Not much. <laughs> uh, Lobrock got 11, changing him from 18. Uh, what else we got? Ekin Oakenheart got 24. Oh, they're racing to the top, Oakenheart. Blah, blah, blah. And I think I should do something about this immediately. What? Uh, 24, Broken Heart. And Niles Albright, Religion, Religion of 17. So now that we've shuffled everything, I call upon Stefan Oakenheart. Going on about the structure, peering inside, wondering if the stones mirror itself, and then this maniac. Blah, 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 blah. Blunderbuss. Don't stop me. And the fuse is going. Uh, if you want, you can spend an action. Give me an intelligence check and calculate how long you have until boom, if you wish. But that would cost you an action. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not very smart. Okay. I, I kind of dumb. What? Um, quickly deciding that. I'm huh. looking at... Uh... Get him! <laughs> no, there's no time, dude. Seriously, I, I, like, I've had so many combats. I've never seen you guys so hesitant in one where it's like... <laughs> I'm going to run up to are those pillars, those black dots? Yep. I'm gonna go up and like go up uh, just through the door south and then go on the north side of the one pillar and and yell at him What are you doing you bloody dumb bastard? You're gonna blow us all up! Like here? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's an action? Yeah. And next two? Um, I'm gonna pull my bow and you want to take a shot? Mm. Do you want to ready in action? Oh, and oh, actually, it's two to ready, so even he's not ready. No, because yeah. I pulled my weapon, and I, I don't have two to ready in action to like. Oh, if you move, I'll shoot you, right? So he pulls it. He pulls out his at. He's getting ready, and all of a sudden, you skirt into the room behind, you know, for cover. If I, oh, I, I couldn't like shoot the barrel with an arrow that's not like flame or anything and destroy it, could I? You would be hitting a solid wood barrel with an arrow. Yeah, it's not going to do anything. If you wreck a barrel, it will leak powder everywhere. The flame and comes. The, it's still going to blow up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's not going to work. Uh, Don't you worry about them. I'll take care of it. Just keep me a clear path to them. All right, I'm going to take a shot at Gerard. Uh, Gerard. All right, targeting him. Thank you. Have at me. 
And we are dealing with what we perceive to be, whether we understand explosives or not, the fact that this black sand burns rapidly towards those things and kegs can hold anything, you know, your gut tells Isn't you Isn't black really powder bad. a dwarven invention? Oh. Or is it gnomish? Possible, but, like, it doesn't mean that, like, all dwarves know how to make ale. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course they do! <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Weird. Nonsense you're talking. I have them targeted, but it, my attacks aren't actually, like, registering that they're attacking him. Strange. But my first roll was a 19, which I think is a miss. Well, you don't know that. So we check. assume. And, and your second <laughs> attack, you should minus five from, I think, because... Yeah, no, yeah. I just I just rolled again just to see if if it wasn't registering that uh, okay, he was well, like, targeted. Because they're, they're on the board, we can keep your roll. So give me a second roll. i got to scratch your 27 now because it's not, you know what I mean? Even if something screws up, we can see the numbers. So don't try to redo the same thing. 19 will just track it, fix it, right? Move down a slot. Give me your second shot. Anyway, you can only shoot once. You're out of actions. Actually, I have quick shot, so I was able to shoot twice. What's quick shot doing? It's because my archer, like I'm an archer. Brain, Please uh, read quick shot. We want to learn. Draw and shoot, same action. Cool. Very cool. So now you, we know that as you were pulling it out, the first one goes at me. Yeah. And then the second one, right? So your first one was 19, your second one being 17. And yes, your instincts serve you well, that you're firing wide. And that's Oakenheart. Next, we have Albrick. Niles, get ready, you're on deck. Albrick, Stonechucker, what do you do? All right, I can't see the map, so if you can move me, mm-hmm. um, my you are, five or six you, squares. You are one, five two, three. you're three from the door. Okay. You're two from a, like uh, around. So they're in the bushes of the jungle. Directly in front of them are, is a stairwell going up five feet, and it's completely rounded to like a dais. Okay. okay. I can see the map on Twitch. So I can see, but I can't, I don't oh, okay. know where in relativity I am with the rest of the map. So, okay, so I want to move the... forward as far as I can. Right, 10, 15. Straight in. You're, you're... And target um, Buddy. Vatsy's nuts. I want to see how far away he is. And Pentagrast. All that fun stuff. Pentagrast, yeah. yes. Yeah. And um, will a 30-foot cone protruding from me catch the like gunpowder? Because I... <laughs> I like cones. Like so. That's a 20 foot. Oh, that's really One step cool. up. One step up. That is cool, though. Does that catch him? And the gunpowder does? Not the gunpowder, but it catches him. What are you casting? Uh, crushing Wave. Oh, neat. So you want to be closer? You want to do like a double move and then cast? Or is it too um, too? That's too many actions. So what do you want to um, do? I think I'm still going to hit him with it. All right. He failed. <laughs> So Crashing Wave, you summon a Crashing Wave that sweeps away from you. You deal 66 bludgeoning damage to creatures in the area. The water also extinguishes non-magical fires in the area. So that's my attempt at at crashing the gunpowder. Maybe I'll have enough time to throw a second one out there. Uh, And damage. 22 damage to Gerhard Pendergast. (laughs) So I spring forward. And from my palms jets a massive wave of water that sweeps across the floor, dealing 66 bludgeoning damage. Nice. And I didn't catch the uh, the burning gunpowder. Uh, I'm, I'm working on that. Uh, so 22 points of damage to my current heart point total, right? Yep. Um, it, like I said, I, I really want you guys to like figure if it does or not, okay? I have so many rounds until they go boom, right? The problem is it says it reaches all of them simultaneously. Now, two are obviously closer. 
So I'm thinking that this this line goes straight back to like in between the three perfectly and then splits off into three. Right? Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So assuming I move a square around, because we have X amount of squares, I'm thinking, what is your actual... Hmm. Give me a percentage. Percentage roll? Yeah, I'll give you a percentage because it's it would it's literally ex- exiting the square behind him, and that's where as far as you got. Eighteen. I'll, I'll give you a twenty percent chance. Eighteen. Yes, just just on the edge of that square, burning brightly, and whoosh, he puts it out. Now, no, yes. the, but the <laughs> but I will say that like that is the extent of the wave, and there's like I don't want to get into semantics of oh well, wouldn't the the rest of it be watery and blah blah blah, you know, not go maybe, but. For right now. No, it does specifically say that that um, it, the water also extinguishes non-magical fires in the area. Yeah, so there's inside. no like, yeah, yeah. There's no uh, splash outside. Even though, however, if I sent a big crashing wave of water, it would you know the stuff well, would flow across not, the floor. Not to be blah, a dick and just have him walk back over and like start striking a match, going your water cut off here. No, this is not going to happen. So this crashing wave. You know, oh no, that's hurts. that's totally what I would do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, let's go light another one. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, her, oh, he's got a different plan. Um, crashing wave of magical water slooshes over him, and he's caught in the middle of it, and it puts out the thing and sort of you know the backlash of water. You know, soaks, perhaps makes um, a lot of the sand wet and a lot harder to it for flavor. He soaks the back of the temple, right? With his slosh. Anything else, sir? You move, you cast, you're done. That's all my actions, but I'm going to take a free action to go. Pendergast, are you mad, lad? And that's it. Niles. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) What are you doing? Draw rapier. Okay. And charge. Oh, no casting? No no slim? Nope. Do it. Okay. And charge straight down to. Oh. Why not? How far do you want to go? uh, Onto the. Guessing it's a dias. I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Jumps up. Yep. Okay. Oh. Huh. That's it. Can I, <laughs> can I have a simple athletics DC check? Uh, okay. Well, it's soaking wet. It might be slippery. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm gonna take Touché. five. To, I'm gonna go five to ten. It's like five to hop up in here, but because he made it soaking wet, one. Whoa, oh, hey, that's okay. Twelve. He catches the rail. He's fine. I'm not gonna be thinking make it twenty or something, but five becomes ten really quick if you make that shit wet, right? Okay. You know where you know where I got a DC ten from? I know this evil night cocksucker in our evil campaign that like greased the floor and they just tag teamed the crap out of this guy as he endlessly tried to stand up on a DC ten and could not. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> Niles, anything else, sir? Uh no, that's it. That's three of my actions. Draw, move. Do you have any do you don't have any charging stuff where you get to attack at the end of the Nope. Nope, I am a cleric. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Uh, there's a square in front of me that I threaten. Bum, bum, bum. He's using a ranged weapon, so at least he yeah. has some funky feet. I do have something, but I think it has to do with me. This is called Whiplash. So. Yeah, I went for my gun, not my whip. Oh, I having your whip out. Good call. Thanks for the idea, Jet. Well, he doesn't whip it out. I have my gun. Anyway. <laughs> oh, low, not you. Low brass. <laughs> Lowbrack. Some might say it's mean to start a guy tied up, 
but I say that this is compensation for the free location of the Moonbeam Peyote trip that's not in the module that I made up to show you some... I didn't ask for, for it. it. No, I have my own idea for a great peyote trip, but you oh, ran oh, with it the oh, other way. Well, you know what I didn't do? I didn't tie you up. Your players did. So don't blame me. <laughs> oh, I'm not you for this. What do you hear the story about what else they were doing to you? Freaking Miros' training. Look at a montage of being Miros' barbell, Miros' bench press, Miros' <laughs> just... He thinks you have atrophied. He tries to, he, he, like, he, he folds you in half so you're doing your own sit-ups. He tries to keep you like the coma guy that needs exercise, right? He's just trying to keep you going. So what, you totally what you weekend at Bernie's, do you? Yeah, yeah. So what do you want to do? I don't think there's anything I can do. Escape? With what skill? You can shoot through the ropes with your gnashy little teeth. Isn't there any sort of, isn't there kind of thievery for escape check or acrobatics? It's got to be something. I, I've checked all of the skills you'd think of. I checked acrobatics, right. athletics. I've checked stealth, thievery. Okay, I know you can. I know you can escape a grapple with athletics. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Oh, sounds good. Sixteen. DC tying up a rope to hold you guys probably fifteen. So, yep, you're good. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Get your hands free. Have another one? Uh, yes. 23. Okay, I was just gonna have you, like, be strong enough to untie your feet, but you just, you know, use the post. Anyway, now you have a pogo stick. Hmm. Because of the knots they bound you with, kind of knot at the bottom, a foot off the ground, it's kind of like, hmm. <laughs> he's got, no. he's, you've got this four foot long stick, you're a three foot dude, and there's a bunch of knotted rope at the bottom. I don't know what you could do with that, but I'll just say it. Everybody needs a 10-foot pole campaign. Here's yours. Fair enough. What do you want to do? Uh, I will actually end up moving. Uh, I got good news for you. Not they stood you up. You're not prone, so you have to waste an action on that. Perfect. Good news, uh, everyone. <laughs> All right. Describe your action, and I will release your Uh, I will, after pulling myself free from the ropes, tear the pole and r rush forward. Just... <laughs> okay, up the stairs on an angle and taking up. So just these are double doors. Just inside the left door, west door, we have a little bracket in his pole, and he's kitty cornered to a pillar. Actually, uh, uh, I want to go uh, right behind Albrick. Fair enough. Okay, so stacking up in a little L pattern around this pillar, stepping into the wall on the left behind a pillar, we have our archer. Right beside him, behind Al, we have Lobrak and Al, ten feet off the door, straight into the room, a little on the east side is Al. And then charging up the west side in a straight line, facing Pentagrass in the center of the dais. On the left, we have Niles. A little bit to the right, we have a soaking wet, pissed off Pentagrast. We'll get... Lobrak. Traps do nothing. Neros. Anvil of the Bender. Hey, gonna have to take a uh, bit of a hustle to get towards where there anything is happening. So what do you do? Uh, I have first hustle on up. Okay. Move your eye. I have. So. It's not showing anything. And you went quiet a little bit. No, I... No, oh, I... Okay. Who's just measuring? 35 feet. Two actions yes. to get there. You have a 25-foot move, right? Yeah, I'm stuck on the measuring. Okay. Thank where do you want, Where do you want to be? Do we get right to him? Yeah, and then I will take a, just a step right up to him. So two actions get you here because it's beyond your first movement increment. Yes. You got an action left. What do you want to do? Grab him. Athletics. Mr. Grabby Hands. Grabby Grabbies. Okay. I have you athletics. You throw in, too. 
<laughs> we'll, we're, we'll get to the grab-in first, and we'll see what happens past that, if anything does. Uh, 22. Looking at 19. Oh, no, it's, sorry, no, no, um, I wasn't keeping up. 19. Uh, a miss. You reach through the bar, Adam, this die is circular, 10 feet long, round, and there's like a curved raised part, I think it's like a bar, you know, like the guy would stand up like a little mini podium and it's stylized, and he's, he's on it, kind of thing, uh, or at it. Anyway, soaking wet, he's slippery, because we just don't want to say that your roll sucks, so, as chance would have it, somebody soaked him, and he's slippery, and 19 is not good enough, sir, I am so sorry. Bringing us back to Pentergast at the top of round <clears throat> I have it deals I am going to take a singular step back and I am going to that incurs a reaction not a step um oh step supersedes yes so yeah now your stance might supersede but as far as I know no okay no, no, step no, supersedes all takes a step back and guess what else has a cone? My blunderbuss is like a shotgun and fires a 30-foot cone. That's 25. You need to take it to the next step. I want to, but... It's... There you go. That's the 30. 30? Okay. Yep. Fires his gun and catches everybody. Now, you see how... Um... Everybody but uh, Niles. I remember a time when a player asked if he could move and tilt. And I'm going to do the oh, same thing. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, he's still out there. You have to shift it over the one. Obviously aiming so that, yeah. <laughs> Take so Take a step off to one side and fire the sucker. <laughs> oh, it's better that way. That is very cool that you can adjust it like that. Now you're 35 yeah. feet. All right. Thank you. Stepping back here. So I step off corner-wise, and I shoot this thing. Kaboom. Now your cone's 35 feet, Jeff. Oh, 35. Right. Sorry. Yeah. There really? you go. There That's you go. 30. Yeah, but then I don't oh, catch you. Uh, uh, um, well, you might not be able to then, Jeff. <laughs> you might not be able to get everybody. Hey, I didn't say he would. I just said he'd try. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna go for maximum. But I still like the idea of stepping back corner wise because you can't. Though. I'm oh, sorry. Because right. you, you already stepped back. You can only do one step. So your choice <laughs> you can move if you wish <laughs> uh, i'm sorry did i not let you guys re oh wait i meant to step this way i meant to step that way he's going to take a step and no it's that's fine five that's feet. i know but i can go five, five feet i can't go five feet diagonally can i no you can't <laughs> or, or yes i guess you can yeah, there you go. Would yeah. stepping off that dais be considered difficult terrain yeah <laughs> now throw everything at him. <laughs> so then he can't step off the dais sure i can no, I mean, it would be an acrobatics check. Anyway, whether I step off... Well, then it'd step... be just a movement. Then. If I it's may. If I may. What? Thank you. Yeah, sure. Shoot. <laughs> uh, thank you for being so patient as I swivel my cone all over the room. <laughs> as he does the math instantly in his brain. Dude, that sounded been... so dirty. He's, been... <laughs> He's better at this than I am. He takes a step straight back and fires his weapon. Even to take a step on this slick dais, I'm going to make him make an athletics check. Just like I made Niles. And I might go down. And if I go down, I might shoot high and not catch everybody. So if I fall, I'm going to shoot high and basically half the range. Sounds fair to me. If I don't fall, I just step back and shoot everybody but Niles, who I can't catch in the blast. So first, targeting lots of lovely people and you. 
Does this blunderbuss weapon require special proficiencies? I'm just asking for a friend because that's pretty sick to have a weapon <laughs> that just fires in a 30-foot cone. The real question is, can I get sneak attack on all targets hit? Well, if they're all flat-footed. If I'm stealthed and no one sees me. Oh, that's gross. <gasps> yeah, I because have... normally when you're stealthy... See, only now you're giving us ideas, attack. Jeff. Careful. careful. <laughs> <laughs> I've got skills. i got skills. Yeah, it's called a mustache. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it does not give me athletics, so I basically go off of plus three. So, d20, 18, plus three. Okay, I'm fine. So he takes a step back daintily, not even being skilled. Okay. Um, I have a very cool, since Matt asked, I was trying to make sure. Okay. Uh, two actions. It's called shoddy blunderbuss, which means this thing isn't even like made properly. Gerard fires an explosive shot from his blunderbuss that deals 4d6 bludgeoning damage and 2d10 fire damage. Save basic reflex DC. And I fire the sucker off. Saving throws, boys. They have not hardwired the weapon for me. Uh, reflex. <clears throat> 18. 25. Step in, got 21. Uh, Joe, when it says basic, does that mean avoidable or half damage? Uh, half. 27. Right, though. So, now I know you guys are somewhat fire immune, so let's start with the getting pelted, right, with 17 points of damage for most, and we'll absorb those that beat 26, which is only really murals. Who's <laughs> right in front. Right. <laughs> you see the gun, co- gun come up, you're like, oh! Ha! <laughs> right? Uh, and then 2d10 fire, which I know, again, some of you guys have a little bit less. So, um, for 11, for a possible 28 points, starting at the top, we'll work our way down. Step in. You got what for your save? I got 23. Okay, so that is a fail. You take... No, 21. You take yeah, se- 17 points of bludgeoning and 11 fire, unless you have any kind of immunity. So you fire Forge Dwarf like half these guys? No. Okay. So 28 points are yours to discover as this thing goes off, boom, and catches you all the way back in the back of the room. Al, you got a what? I don't get like I got a 25. Pillar or anything. Uh, for your reflex, you already you already saved. Or are you already... Oh, I see what you're saying. Stepping got a 21. You need 26. I'm not going to give you plus 5 for the... I'll give you 2, maybe. No. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, let's talk about cover, Joe. Could be wrong. Uh, sure. Sorry, what? cover giving you what to reflex save he isn't cover he's got like this little post right could give him a plus two yeah well everything is always uh twos right not fives that's wrong system (laughs) so even with no he brought it up and it is a legit question um okay i forgot his positioning so step in 22 becomes 23 granting him a little bit of cover from the pillar but unfortunately not good enough enough of you is sticking out to get pelted and burnt but you just keep on quoting regulations there ensign um he also has bulwark though for his armor. If he looks at his character sheet, yes. Okay. Is that calculated? In I, I think that's calculated though. So it says save three basic minus basic. So basically, um, does that mean? Oh, that's a penalty. It's a bonus for him. It's reflex saves. It's a tank. So why does it say three reflex basic save three basic? Like what's the negative three for? I, I don't know. I'm not looking at his sheet. I can't see that. <laughs> so. Yeah, it says it in the combat tracker. But yeah, but what does it say on, on your actual I can't armor? find... Yeah, I can't find... Like, well, that going. would be five. That would be a saving throw. So, you know what? We're going to reset your hit points and we'll come back to you. Guys, look up Bulwark. If oh, you want it, it to work, what does it say? 
I found, I found it just in oh bulwark armor covers you as a three plus three modifier instead of your dexterity modifier. Okay, so it supersedes. Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Between not just your armor, but the armor combined with the pillar is just enough for you to save, and you take half damage from both. So you only take fourteen. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Take, sorry, folks, for like digging in and wasting time, but we need to learn this stuff, and now you're learning too. So it's pretty cool. Awesome. Yep. That's neat. Albrick got what? Uh, twenty-five. Okay. And unfortunately, twenty-six is what we were looking for. So you yep. fail. And now I know you're somewhat fire resistant, or no? No, I am not fire resistant. Okay. Do you ever do you? I am you're ice cold. resistant. So do you have any vulnerabilities to fire? Because no, no vulnerability, but the the resistance is low. So I think that's the trade-off. Okay. Uh, Niles is not in range. Goes boom right beside your head, and your ears start ringing. Not enough for penalties, but you know, nice nice effect. Uh, Lowbrack. Yes, uh, I got an 18. But both myself and Albrick are behind Muros. Like, we are all in a direct line. And right. I am a small creature behind medium dwarf. Right. So, Two medium dwarfs. So, 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 a small creature would already be... Fantasy Grounds would already calculate that in when you rolled. Because you rolled your reflex, right. right? Okay, so anything well, you yeah. get from that. However, I can give you one for the squishy dwarf and two for the pillar because you're stacked up just like Oakenheart for a total of three. And you got a what? 18. So. Looking for 26. So no. But, but, <laughs> but no, he's relevant point. Like, you know, cover. He's I mean, just, the principle. Yeah, yeah. Clings to his back. Now I, now, I would debate this one, though. How much cover would a dwarf who successfully made his reflex save give for cover? None, because oh, he dropped out of the way. He jumped away. Yeah. But I will. But I, I will. I will have you guys possibly in the moments in between. It's not your turn. Does a medium creature grant more than a plus one to a small creature? You got a medium and a medium guy. I know it's plus one AC. So I'm assuming it's like plus one reflex or not. You know, because he's smaller, he might actually get a bigger bonus. You guys might want to look into that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lobrock takes the twenty-eight, as far as I can tell, unless you got any fire resistances. Nope. Uh, take the full 28. All right. So Miros the Monk does the Spider-Man jump. Everybody eats it. Except for Niles, who's literally a point blank, but he shoots right over his shoulder. Excuse me while I bore your shoulder, fellow human. I don't kill humans. We got to stick together. Boom. And that's two. And then the step, of course, was my third. Or, sorry. Step was the first. The shot was two. And he is done, finally. Which brings us to the Skeletal Guard. No. Step in. You're up. Albrick, get ready. You're on deck. Step in. What do you do? I will drop my bow and equip my maul and then run up to him and attack. Drop bow for free. Pull out your maul. You got two actions left. What do you, give me a run. Do you have a... Yes, I run you, 30 feet. Oh, shoot. Now, does bow work armor slow you down? Does that take yeah, you from wait, 25 to 20? It. How much feet what is your movement? Uh, speed is only 20. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. He's too far away. Well, you do a double move and stop next to him or something. Yeah, but then I can't attack. Uh... Okay, so I can go you, 20 Do you want to stay back here and eat pellets? It's fine with me. <laughs> I, can move, I can move 20 feet forward, which I'm going to do that. All right. With my maul out. And okay. I have an ability called lunge. Uh, requirement wielding a melee weapon. Uh, extending my body to its limits, I can attack an enemy that would normally be on my reach. Make a strike with the melee weapon, increasing my reach by five feet. Oh, sweet. So you get to 20 feet, and he's 10 feet away, and you're like, lunge. Nice. Yes. And What's the says, penalty? There's got to be some um, kind of after effect. If the weapon has the disarm, shove, or trip trait, you can use the cor- corresponding action instead of a strike, but uh, I'm just going to strike. 
Okay. There's, there's no downside. There's no, there's no downside. There's AC, no minus to my... AC or anything now? Nope. Okay. Just a cool feat that lets you lean out yeah. really far. Cool. It's a higher level feat. Like, you don't get it till. No, no, no. After, that's very yeah. cool. But a lot of the system has sort of a but, you know, right? Okay, so cool. with my lunge ability, I attack. Okay. And I get a 24. Nice. I'm still not attacking him in the tracker, but... Yeah, it does not say hit or miss with you. Close. And that's me then. Al, you're up. Niles, you're next. Get ready. Al. All right. Um, hmm. If I move, let's see. We'll go. No, that doesn't work. Oh, maybe I can there, though. If I go to the square directly behind Niles, does that put me within 10 feet reach? Yeah. 5, 10. Yeah, no, it still says you're 10 feet from him. Okay, yeah, so draw me there. Yep. Uh, on my way to him, I will draw my clan dagger. Yeah. Ooh, geez, haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, yeah I don't think we've, I've done it at all yet. Um, okay. So, move, one action, draw dagger, one action. Unless, do you get the move and draw at the same time in the system? Yeah, I didn't think so. Um... Uh, you know what? I'm not going to move there then. <laughs> if I can't get the attack in, in this round. Um, because I don't want to stack us all up in a nice clump for him to blast again. Oh, jeez. Okay. I'm reading through his tactics, right? They placed him in the wrong spot. I'm wondering why it takes X amount of rounds for this thing to burn. And it's like, it's way too close. This should have gone off. It's like, they have him in the temple, but he's not supposed to be. This would totally play out differently. Oh, he's supposed to be outside? He's supposed to be 10 feet outside the temple. And, but, but, okay. If you guys put out the fuse, he tries to stop you, and he goes in and we'll start doing some stuff. So I'm going to let this play out, because relatively speaking, we'd kind of be where we are. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, Matt, and, and Matt, like, I like if, this. I, if, I'm, if I'm 10 feet out in front of the dungeon and out of the thing, and it goes, yeah, like, Matt, you totally would have washed away, like, 90% of the fuse, so I've got no choice but to run back here to either try to relight it or, you know, so... But, uh, yeah, usually Fantasy Grounds is on par with where shit's supposed to be, and it's just kind of like, oh, okay, he's here. You know, blah, 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 off we go. Maybe they met 10 yeah, feet so from not, the Yeah, so I'm not going to move to that spot. No? Um, I am going to... I'm going to oh, stay exactly where I am. I am going to cast slow on... You got me targeted on him still? Yeah. Oh, he saved. Lucky oh. guy. Oh, this guy's a beast. Like, I know he looks like one big moron, but the dude is like, this is a seriously skilled dude. <laughs> so he's slow. He's I mean, slowed one for one round. Hmm. Okay. Nice. Which is still nice. okay. Oh, yeah, yep. that's good. So yep. I only have one action or I have one less? You have one less. Okay. If it was slowed two, it'd be a different story. Okay. All right. So that's two actions. And for my final action, I am going to intimidating glare him okay and so you can demoralize with a mere glance when you do demoralize loses the auditory trait gains a visual trait and you don't take a penalty if the creature doesn't understand your language so i give him the stinking eye and i believe that runs off of um is there a range intimidation uh it's the same as any um intimidate i guess all right i just look there's a lot going on in front of me and you're amongst it uh sure. within 30 within 30 feet so is he within 30 feet? Okay. Yep. All right. So here we go. Intimidate. With an 18. 
versus his will DC. So close. So close. Nope. Okay. No effect. I just tried that. His his mustache quivers. You really want to burn? Like, I'm always trying to get you guys to burn hero points that maybe somebody would die. Some exciting new characters. There's shit. There's explosives enough to drop the entire. Oh, well, there's an idea. Al, you're on about, oh, do we know kegs? Do we know powder and stuff? Does anybody actually want to, like, spend an action to figure out the alchemy or, like, what this is and what it could do? Are we talking, like, oh, we need to be 10 feet away? Or is the entire temple about to drop off a mountain? Or at least the front of it because he's peppered like the altar. You know what I mean? Something to consider. Anyway, I would assume everyone's cool. Even if I had started outside and I ran in after you whooshed, he runs in, you guys would run in to stop him, yes? Oh, yeah. There's yeah. no take the everyone stand like you see the par- the barrels. There's no fuse running at the moment. We're cool with where we're standing. I mean, I'd like to be closer personally if you're no, giving uh, me the option. No, no, no. I just meant like you know, <laughs> you, you understand what's at risk here. So, all right. Yeah. Al is done. Niles is up. Woo! Hi. Right. Yeah. What do you want to do? <laughs> I'm going to try to uh, slash him first. Just like pokey pokey. All right. Adam, I'm trying. It lets me grab my little die. It won't let me. Oh. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Who do you oh, want? I got to oh, there you go. I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> we'll just leave Niles up on my board here just in case. 30. Oh, nice. Let's stab. Right. right between the rivets. Oh, because I'm wearing this really fancy Teldarian green studded leather. So expensive. I got it on sale. At, oh, you found the weak point. All right. Awesome. Dam- damage. 11. <laughs> Blackguard. Stab. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, that's one action. Yep. Uh, second action. Yep. Uh, who's around me? Uh, this might hurt. I am going to try Crisis of Faith. Would you like me to read this spell to you? Cast these spells. I'd love to know what that does. It sounds great. Yeah. Okay, I assault the target's oh, face. Oh, hey, hang on. First, I want to hear you like pray to the god. Like, well, hear, hear the spell first since I'm no, starting I, talking about no, it. No, no, just like, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear what you ask Caden to do. Are you smiting them? Or are you reaving the ground? And then tell us what the spell does. I think it'll be good. Kind of good. Oh, okay. Caden, right, yeah. help me defeat this mustached foe. I have a name, you know. I'm just waiting for the crit cards to come out. Like, this is a boss fight, and it's like, oh, yeah, crit cards, let's go, you know. But if we don't say his name, I guess no crit cards for you. Yep, All right. That's right. To defeat this mustachio who's trying to <laughs> blow up a temple. That's not <laughs> yours. That's <great. laughs> I don't, Why would you care? <laughs> Help him get rid of competition. No, wait. All right. All right. All right. I've tortured you long enough. What, what do you yep. got? So, you assault the target's face. Riddling the creature with doubt and mental turmoil. Possibility to do 66 mental damage or 68 mental damage if they can cast spells. He obviously takes the lore and history of religion seriously, otherwise, he wouldn't be trying to blow up a temple. So, yeah, have at uh, me. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it's targeted. Is that it? Pentagrass saves D3, half damage, but success. So. Two points. <laughs> <laughs> And so damage. Niles oh. leans in, stabs him, and then starts twisting the blade and muttering to him. And it, you get that, um, you know how they do clerics in, in 
that suddenly get possessed by their god or by some supernatural being, and you get the the eyes glow, and you get that, you know, on top of his own voice, you know, like, blah blah. I will be beautiful and terrible, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, nicely done, sir. I have doubt. I have doubts, <laughs> and my head hurts real bad. <laughs> Low brack. Yeah, for me, buddy. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I would like to double move. Uh, one second. Uh, double move to here. What's here? Uh, sorry. Uh, running past all of the dwarves and Pendergast to the bottommost barrel, okay. which is 45 feet away. Okay. Da, 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 da. I have a gun. I don't have any triggering attack of opportunity. Off you go. Okay. Now what? Yep. Uh, and then I would like to make an athletics check to shove this thing off the cliff. Uh, flavoring it as using the pole that I was tied to as a bat to just smash uh, it up. I don't know if the, is this is a balcony or solid walls we're looking at. Oh, I thought balcony. Because I thought that would look way cooler, but it might, be, it might be well, solid no, wall. No, no, but I think, I think the black walls are solid. And no, yeah, I think this... Because okay. you know what I mean, like yeah, I like why would you put it over the cliff if you wouldn't show it off? You know what I mean? It's got to be a window or something. Okay. Anyway, double move to get to it, right? Yeah. And you want to do the generic shove move? Yes. Okay. I notice he has these barrels there. <laughs> They're kind of like sitting yeah. up on you know what I mean. So let me get them like officially in a square here. Does that make sense? Okay. Uh, I got a 21 against the target's fortitude DC. Oh, all right. Since it's a trap or a barrel, I don't know what its fortitude would be. I have a stealth of 15. <laughs> uh, I think so it, But it says the three powder kegs aren't particularly well hidden. They're out of sight to the casual observation. Okay. Well, I light a fuse and you guys see the sand kind of weird to like hissing what is that going to do perception checks to see all around mm. still they gave this thing an actual stealth roll of 50 like you know what I mean like not a stealth check it actually is it says they aren't particularly well hidden but they are out of sight of casual observation so I go on about blah 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 I never said one thing I said I won't let the stand and I drop something on the sand on my feet it starts igniting and going somewhere and you guys stop it you're all the way at the back of the temple so you do a double move to come up, yeah, I, I think I have to cost your third action for you to like run up and go. <gasps> yeah. However, however, I'll give you this. Um, you're running up to figure out what's going on. Like, what? Why did he want to flame? You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Um, question is, would you stop as soon as you could see? No, I'd keep running. Right. So, you do one move: five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five. You, and your second action is your perception check. I'll have it now. Okay. Uh, in the dice tower or just out in the open? Oh, in the open because it's, I already said the DC. So. 15. You casually observe three barrels. Oh, no. You keep running. And nah, 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 it plays out. So, 21. You shove the barrel. Anyway, this thing is braced for max damage. It's stuffed, wedged in between the statue and the balcony. You know what I mean? Like, it's not up on the ledge and easy to tip over. Right. So, would you like to maybe change targets to something that's easier to hit, like this one? You know what I mean? Uh, come, come, like, either like, way, I, 
Either way, I can't actually do anything this round because okay. perception check is the action and okay. then third action to move here. So. Okay. All right. So do you want to get into position to do something with one of the barrels? Or are you happy to like go to the back and like the one at the back is going to take a little work. The ones here, yeah. you, could, you could stop beside them and like pick it up and flip it over the, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'll stop. Uh, I'll stop one short from where I was for now. Yeah. Um, and then okay, that's next turn. All so. right. Which brings us to Miros. Oi. Um, in this case, I uh, seen that Loberg ran in there. He's all piss and vinegar. I really appreciate his spirit. Um, I really feel a bit, a bit apologetic about what's about to happen. Can you bring the mic up a bit and get a huge wash? Yeah, I... Timing! So, we can say this. Moros is going to cast his first spell. Ooh, no, no wait, don't... no, we're... Uh, uh, no, 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 sorry. The second spell. Albrecht saw him the first time, and, you know, Albrecht's are hard to impress. Right. When it comes to magic. <laughs> what do you got for He's like, oh, look, you cast a spell. Oh, yeah, I can't... Oh, fucking guy's doing my job. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he suffered a long that lecture of never, right. never do that again. Don't upstage me, cousin, or I'll kill you where you stand. All right. All right. So, what, what so I wish to ca- I want to cast Mud Pit. Ooh. All right. I have a, it has a range. It has three actions to cast. All right. It's a range of 60 feet. It has an area of a 15-foot burst. It lasts for one minute and thick clinging mud covers the ground one foot deep and the mud is considered difficult terrain oh cool so where do you want to start it um i want to make a mud ball essentially from where you said it's um, a burst it's a 15 foot burst okay so you you it's almost like a fireball like you you pick i a, don't know you, how you you, you pick a i like to envision it like the ground just starts to kind of get a little tumultuous yeah. And all of a sudden, everyone's like, what's going on? And all of a sudden, it's like, Bleh! All right, so... And so, everyone in that area is like, mud just kind of burst up and it's, you know... Yeah, yeah, so give me a ground zero. What's square? Uh, so a 15-foot burst. I was thinking, so pretty much... You see Lobrick. He's actually yeah. very handy in this regards. Okay. Lobrick would be what we would consider the uh, ground zero. Oh, no. Okay. And then we would emanate 15 feet in every direction from a lowbrick. So we, we would be three lowbricks from a lowbrick. And we're going to use them as a measurement. That is... Can I oh. not become base measurements? Oh, I, I love it. He's like, he's become a, he's become a standardized measurement oh. of something. Oh, that's, that, that's hilarious. All right. You get a force point for that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks, Aiden. So... Mud explosion, or pretty much if you have a, a red missy around you, or you're a low brick. It's not just because he's a low brick. Okay, that is 15 foot mud explosion. I drew a circle, but it actually decides what squares. You see how it's like cut off in certain places. Yeah, you, you get both barrels, low brick, and Gerard for your money. But it's on the ground, right? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I'm not on the ground. I'm on a dais, and the dais sinks in the mud. All right. So for Morosa casting, he does like this, like what's like those haku dances. Oh <laughs> <laughs> it looks racist to me on some kind of natural level, but sure. <laughs> 
At least he didn't actually start like pounding his open circled mouth with his palm. <laughs> I, right. I can't. I can too. <laughs> all right. All right. I get it. Uh, some tribal vibe. Little. Uh, the somatic is very dance like. A lot of feet. We're Earth. summoning the he's water. Earth bending. You're earth bending. Ah, he stomps <laughs> around like Toph. Okay. I got you. Hey, no, if Shamlon did it, so can I. Okay. So now I gotta add to the. Earthbender. Yeah. Okay. So let's have the spell. I've got all the barrels of Meros. I've got everybody targeted. Let's have it. Um. It's just there's no saves. It just is. Oh no. Okay. So you just yeah, it creates it, it creates a hazard. Like it doesn't does it do damage? I uh, no no damage. It makes it yeah yeah. Break. So it just turns. Uh, the my, uh, yeah. my okay my okay yeah. my meta on this was that you you have these like hissing smoke trails. Was it throw wet mud? Oh yeah, on top yeah. Of it, no, I, smother. I yeah, yeah. Like, like the rest of. Okay, so you cast this right to, to and, be the to, to be yeah. the virtual wet blanket. Yeah. So he like the the trails of sand or whatever like just get muddy. Like first they were wet, now they're muddy. Like they're totally screwed. You guys are tag teaming the crap out of the fuse. This is awesome. Okay, Lobrak and the barrels all are sinking in a foot of sticky mud. Lobrak. <laughs> you're here you're gonna grab the barrel and all of a sudden like the ground turns to mud and becomes very hard to lift <laughs> up to my up to Wait, my no. waist how, how tall is Lobrook? he's like two and a half feet tall three feet tall barely. like that maybe shorter you made like a foot yeah it's up to his weight like up to our it's angles what, one foot is it one foot of mud yeah it's uh, like that's like a five. yeah it's like a shin for us but it's like his waist for him it's a yeah. brown Christmas after all it's briar in the mud okay end of the round Bringing us to the top of round three. The dais lurches and sinks and starts settling in the mud. But that's not what has my attention. What has my attention is one of you guys broke the line. He sees the goblin go sprinting past and try to grab one of his barrels. And he's like, no, I said I won't have it. And he turns and shotguns towards Lobrak. <laughs> he fires... His weapon at Lobrak. Oh no. Oh yeah. You're a mistake, boys. Barrel. So let's start with Lobrak being my only target as far as people goes. So Aiden, but your other character. Hang on, hang on. I shoot my shot a blunderbuss. Explosive for four D6. Plus fire damage. Can I have a reflex save at a negative two because you're stuck in the mud? I mean, we give cover bonuses for pillars. Why not negatives for being stuck in the mud? Well, difficult terrain. Actually, with difficult terrain, yeah, there, there's something. That's got to be a stat block. Difficult terrain causes reflex screw ups, or does it? Might not. Because there's a hunt. Like, reflex isn't always jumping out of the way. You could just go prone. You could hide in the mud. Could be an insulator. Could save his ass from this fire. We don't know. So no, no the penalty. Naked back, the, the naked, the matrix backward bend. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because he's yeah, yeah, yeah. rooted. <laughs> Where's my head at? <laughs> uh, no, I just meant like he jumps into the mud, right? Like he sinks in it for cover. Like we don't know. So, uh, oh, Joe, jo 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 unless you can find that difficult terrain takes from, adds, or penalizes reflex saves, I'm not sure if it does. I do not know on that one. Okay. I'm gonna say no at the moment. I think it's all right, you save. Here's my damage. Lobrak takes shoddy blunderbrust save reflex 33. The damage is 21, rounded down in half. Uh, but I gotta do it separate. So 
9, 10, 11. So 11 is physical bludgeoning, rounded down to 5. So if you want to get, where are you? I, uh, oh, shit. I, I take full damage, or I don't mitigate anything, so don't worry about splitting the damage. Oh. Okay, so there's nothing. Like half the damage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. So you take ten points. Yeah. Okay. Now, Lobrak, I think it just shot you for twenty-one. So I got to give you like eleven back. Yeah. So put me at thirty-eight. Yep. Okay. So, uh, first he shoots. He takes pelting damage, but half, and he manages to get the mud. Okay. He shoots, not one, but two of the barrels, and they immediately explode. Uh, and this is where stuff gets bad. Destruction causing 5d6 fire damage in a 20-foot emanation, setting off the third barrel. So, let's do some emanations and see who gets caught in the barrel of craziness here. Let's remove all these pointers, and we'll say there's barrel number one. And it's a party of Elbrick. Everybody else is getting <laughs> toast. <laughs> yeah, 20 feet there. Under this trap. Another. Oh, we're sick there. Okay. Uh, and the last one. Are you guys seeing this? Yeah, live. We're doing it yeah. live. Yeah, okay. So it won't let me put stuff underneath mini, so I have to like move them out of the way. Okay. Three emanations of fire. Okay, so the first blast from the furthest barrel catches the other two, sets off the third, and Lobrak takes <laughs> one, two, three times barrel damage. Now we have Niles, uh, sorry, we have Gerard, who is half inside the third arc and inside both others. So Gerard takes three barrels worth of damage. Behind him, Niles is in two arcs, he takes two. The last two guys, even though you're in the arc, if you take a step back, please, Miros, and move you back here. You notice how I'm drawing circles, but the actual cubes don't turn orange? Oh, it doesn't catch your... You guys it does so not. Lucky. It does not catch you. But the flames lick at you. <laughs> Woo! So starting... So the eyes get dry. The eyes become very uncomfortably dry. Yeah. Okay. So just to confirm really quickly before we start calculating damage, we are still sixth level, correct? <laughs> yep. For, yes, sir, for your new character, yeah. <laughs> All right, the major max hit points is where it needs to no, be, guys. No, 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 it, it's not that because I get evasion at seventh. Oh, oh. Okay, yeah, that's why I'm asking you. you know, uh, just make, uh, yeah, that's clutch. That's clutch. Right. Yeah. I wish you guys could see the 15 d6 I have in my hand that I'm hovering over this board. Uh, oh. We can, we can now. We can 50, see them now. 50 points of damage. Uh, low brack. And Gerard, let's talk to Joe about massive damage rules in this. Of death from massive damage? Yeah. Uh, do we need to make reflex uh, saves first? For yeah. Three of them? You do. Uh, I'm, I'm, on, I'm, on, I'm hoping we, we pull out of this. Got um, this. Aiden. Oh, 29. You only need one. 31. It's all the same. It's one save because it happens oh. practically simultaneously. But. Got yeah, nice. Well, yeah, no, I guess it's three sources, isn't it? Yeah, okay. No, you're right. Three's good. Looks very exciting. Anyway, good news is uh, we've got D4, 24. So two out of three save. Ooh. So now we take the first five. One, two, 
So I'm looking at 12, 17, 18. Okay. <laughs> or you do some math. Well, Joe <laughs> looks up massive damage rules. <laughs> you could save me from this math, Joe, by just saying one save and they die or they don't die. Right? <laughs> no, he's dead. He's dead. Don't need to do math. He's dead. No, yeah. but if you're making him roll three separate things, and that's three sources of damage, not one. So it might not be massive. It's not. Because you have 50, but divide that by pretty much three. It's, that's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here we go. Uh, three, six, five, plus three, plus three. Okay, so 20 points and a half is 10. Lobrak, do you have control of your sheet? Yes. Can you give yourself 10? Bring yourself up to 48? Yes. Okay. Next, we have five. We have three plus two plus two. Oh, it's just a little. Plus five plus one. 13, rounded down to six. And last but not least, for full damage, we have six plus five plus two plus two. You know, it's not so stunningly beautiful when uh, <laughs> let's do. Uh, well, that last one's 17, I think. It is. It is. Yeah. So for a total of 33, 10, 6, and 17. He's still alive? He's still alive at five current hit points. He's a crispy blackened skeleton. Uh, that would have killed me. And he, and he t first, he took the gunshot. Like, he took 21 points of damage up front, save for <laughs> gunshot. <laughs> and then he, this guy's indestructible, man. Isn't there like a, yeah, feet indestructible? Okay, so well, we're not done, all right? So, <laughs> well, wait, there's, there's more. Oh, yeah. Now, now we have uh, Geralt has to do three saves, and Niles owes me two. That's 24. That's 32. That's 27. Three saves. Yes. So good old Vendergast takes 25 points of damage total, which puts me at that. Ow. But I'm still standing. Uh, Niles, can I have two saves, please? Because you got caught Eat. two fire arts. Yeah. Dude, that's actually not bad for a character. Yeah, that's a, that's a fail and a save. So um, the first one, Lobrak, was 20, dropping him to 10. Yes. And it was 12, dropping to 6. So you take 10 from the first, and you only take 6 from the second, so you take 16 points. I'll put you on uh, there. The first one doesn't touch me, the second and third do. Oh, that is true. That is true. So you fail the second one, which is the, the last one Would be the oh. last one, like the last one. So that's all right. He just wants me to do math again. Damn you. Five plus three plus two plus two plus two. So he failed the second one, which is 17. And he saved the middle one, which is still 12 and a half to six. So he takes 23 points. First hit on the board. Niles hasn't been hurt till now. Niles takes 23 points of fire damage. Unless you have some kind of immunity or resistance sir. He's completely looking at <laughs> I am human. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, the barrels go off in a brilliant flash and explosion. And you actually see the goblin. He's going to hug it. He starts lifting. There's the shot. And he pushes the barrel in the way for, like, cover and then tries to, like, slide under it into the mud and lifting the barrel up. And you just see this one foot lift the barrel high while the rest of his body's protected by mud, you know? <laughs> and it goes off and he's, like, he's roasted himself badly, but, you know, he survives, right? <laughs> then there's, like, the one roasted hand, you know, the thumbs up that goes down into the lava. Yeah, you've turned this hot-baked mug. Oh, you've invented a lovely skin treatment by hot-baking the mud around the goblin. He comes out, he looks like a million bucks. Um, that's the good news. Yes, mm. the goblin got shot and everyone blew up the temple. That's the good news. Would you like to hear the bad news? The bad the news. The temple falls off the cliff now. Yeah. 
and we will see you next time <laughs> because no! that is no! exactly that is exactly right. You're all gonna fall off the freaking cliff and take massive damage of forty feet. Good night, everybody. That uh, is a cheesy cliffhanger if I ever see one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>